This is the Enneagram 8 Podcast, and we're here to take you inside the armor. Hey, we thought we'd uh, put out just a little mini episode before Christmas, because as with everything, even Christmas is seen through a different lens when you're an 8. We do Christmas in an eight way, all of us. And when we asked you on Instagram about traditions that you love. I think what I was coming to the realization of and was wondering if uh, I was onto something, and I think given the responses we're getting, I think I'm probably on the right track, is that those of us who love Christmas are doing what we love and those who hate Christmas are doing things out of obligation. Doing traditions, so like being with family members that are toxic or unhealthy and forcing yourself to accommodate others to the point where you now hate the entire holiday season. I get it because I went through a period of time where uh, I hated Christmas and we Christmas was a huge big deal in our family growing up and it was my favorite day of the year. So I think that contributes to why I still love Christmas. But it has like childhood, pure, special magic all wrapped up in one package for me, right? And it was just family and we were kids so we didn't see sort of the big adult issues going on in the room and we just got to be children who had a lot of fun and, and our family catered to that too. But when my parents split up, I couldn't bear the thought of seeing some of the family members that had been pretty awful to some of my siblings and I after my parents split for whatever reasons. And those were people who, who I thought loved me and we were part of this big family. And, but it changed the whole dynamic. And like many of you said, I can't go there and be fake. I could not go to those events and pretend that I was okay. And so I didn't. And I remember saying to my husband, I don't want Christmas. Like, I want to skip it. I hate it. I don't want anything to do with it this year. Let's just go away. Let's not do this. And I've never felt like that before, but I totally understand where you guys are coming from. And I think that it's really important to talk about. I think we are basically, um, we sit in that place for only a little while as eight. So what happens is we have um, the Christmas we love as kids in the ideal situation. Then we blend families or something happens and it becomes unideal. But then as eights, we then do what we do, which is we create something we love. We put our stamp on it or we put up a boundary and we say, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to do this. And then it gets back into a new thing that's even better. Or we so, don't. Or we don't. And, we and then we Christmas. keep hating it. That's <laughs> right? right. But I think for the most part, eights are forward moving. moving. Yeah. And so most of us are going to come out the other side. So Aaron and I are now sitting on the other side. And we have now reshaped Christmas into a thing that we love again after maybe having had to do a few years in the trenches. In therapy and, <laughs> and learning what boundaries are. Like I cannot stress enough in the eight world, like how, what a gift boundaries are to us eights because we feel boundaryless, like we don't need them and so far from the truth and being able to say, I- I'm not coming, mm-hmm. right? Like it's so difficult to do those things and set those boundaries. And I, my stomach is turning, even remembering how it felt to set boundaries like that. It makes me want to vomit. But once you start doing it, it does get easier. And when you start to protect the authenticity of who you are and not allow other people to interject their expectations on you, you can get back to enjoying things, right? Our particular trench time, like our our middle time where things were not great was after my mom died. 
So our family had been riding on my mom's love of Christmas and what that looked like. And it worked for us because we loved our mom. And so she created kind of the identity for Christmas. And we did things her way and things looked the way she loved them. And we ate what she loved. And it all just kind of revolved around her. And we were happy to do that. And then she dies. And we've got two problems. One is that we don't want to do things that make us think of her. At least our particular family didn't. Some people want to hang on to things. And the truth is my dad might have as a two. And so we did ease him out of it. But most of us were ready to just do a new thing. And then the second thing is realizing with a little guilt and a little ick that we didn't love some of the things she loved (laughs) and admitting that was really hard. But we didn't like the traditional turkey dinner that she loved. We love like fondue and appetizers and the easy casual thing. And we are so much less, we're more informal and and silly than she was. And we just didn't need everything to be on the same timetable she did. We liked the free flow and we were just different as a group. We kind of grown out of some of the things. I wonder if she loved those things too, or she felt that you guys all expected it. No, she was an eight mom right Right. so we knew what she liked and what she didn't like (laughs) and if we tried to push on it she'd go cold and grumpy right yeah and so no we knew this was this was not hidden (laughs) Uh, and so genuinely we genuinely were just happy to do it because we loved her but um and so yeah the adjustment period took a few years and now we're at a new we're at that new normal that really works for us. And do you have any family like things you do every year that you love? Yeah, I mean, for us, it's actually, it's not specific things so much as the general structure is that on Christmas Day, our whole family gets together and we have a huge sleepover and it is truly untenable. Like it's ridiculous. We don't have enough room. We are only having more children. The family's getting larger and yet we pack our house like a cartoon, like people falling out windows. Like We only have three bedrooms. So we're really literally stuffing people in all the places. And it's all about long, slow appetizer hors d'oeuvres and wine and fun and games all night just as late as we can we can last and and that's it and, and it just being with people over. you yeah, love that's and that it you, it's like yeah. pj games party and that's really the thing that christmas is for us all the peripheral stuff isn't what matters it's that we all spend that night together making I think, those memories i think that is really important for eights it has to be about what fuels us right not drains us or again like we don't want any part of it Mm -hmm. we're not good at we're not good at the pretending sometimes i wish we had that skill (laughs) and sure enough i'm the host and i'm the backbone of all of this i think all of us relate to that we tend to be the ones that make and maintain and fuel the thing so what if we have eights that are dealing with in-laws where their spouses want to go and their in-laws are not healthy or toxic or they hate it then what do you do So we have a tradition as well that is hosted by the in-laws. I could have made a decision to make it difficult because it didn't fit me. It wasn't my idea of fun. And I do remember making an internal adjustment. I remember making an adjustment for the sake of my husband and my children and for the peace, but also it was deeper than that. I chose to love it. I remember making the decision to learn to love it. And they're not toxic people. Like it it's deliberate. that the event itself was just not Dull. my idea. Yeah. Of, and I yeah. wonder if that's the sexual piece coming totally. out, right? Like, yeah. So for me, this is minor. This is small fry. Some of you are dealing with way bigger things. For me, it was just an event that I wouldn't choose. You're bored. That's about it. Yes. But I remember on very small scale, I remember making the decision 
to become a fan of it and to become invested in it. And it changed everything because, of course, if an eight is doing well, the atmosphere changes. And if an eight isn't, it the atmosphere changes. <laughs> it's so true. How about you? Like you have more, you actually have some toxicity and things like that. So yeah. how are you dealing? So it's interesting because my husband grew up with just a couple people in his family. Christmas was very small and our Christmas was always very, very large. And so I always want more people and he always wants less. So it's this tug of war we do. But the last few years, in 2019, we hosted Christmas. And for the first time, he just agreed with me, let's just invite everybody. Let's let's blend our families together. Let's just have one big event. His family's not great at staying up and participating later on Christmas Day. And so they're often done and Christmas is over at 8 o'clock. And I'm like, what is this? Like... If we're going to do this big event, let's do this big event. And here's the social part of me. Let's have fun and let's drink wine and play games into the night, right? Like that is my family and that's how we grew up. So we blended our families and it went really well. Or we thought it went really well. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a little terrified that my family might listen to this. But anyways, the next time we tried to do this was last year. So 2020 happened. Obviously, it was a quieter year. Last year, we decided to do it again and we were going to have everybody. And one of my husband's family members was very angry about it. She wanted their small family events back. And I held my ground and I was so proud of my husband because so did he. And that's not like him in the past. Like he would, he loves the small things. He wanted to just, you know, his small nuclear family. And he knew how much I wanted this big thing and how special it was. And so he held his ground. And so it became a little bit of a change in the families last year. And we did something different. But so his sister, his family member, his sister his sister got incredibly angry and started attacking my family because she didn't want them at her christmas and instead of just tactfully saying listen i'd really like it to be us together this year is that okay Mm -hmm. it became like a how much my family sucks (laughs) so i didn't take super well to that i think i handled it gracefully i i quietly bowed out and just let my husband manage it and he he did very well but this year is hard because i'm like are we doing the big thing and my husband's like yeah we're having everybody again. So it's going to happen again. And we're three weeks out and we have yet to speak with his family about how we're going to manage. But I think the thing for me is that I don't really care. Like I will, we'll deal with it how we deal with it. And I will, I'll accommodate sort of like you're talking about with your in-laws, right? Like I will accommodate in whatever my husband needs for his family because we're going to still do the thing that is so special and important to me. And so because I'm getting filled up and excited about the stuff that fills me up, I I can give him that. Would you say as a general principle, what we're talking about with eights at Christmas time is there is an importance in recognizing certain boundaries do have to be made. Once they're made, be all in with the things that are left. Yeah. Because we make or break things. We do because of our energy. And Christmas is hard. And I think there's a few things that play in, right? Like we and I were talking about this earlier. And I think some of it is I see a pattern with people who have sexual at the first in in their stacking, right? Like, it's really important to become, to, to make it your own mm-hmm. because our culture has made it into this hallmark thing. That's quite frankly ridiculous, except that I, you know, have a Christmas tree in every room of my house. It's, it's <laughs> mine, <laughs> right? Like I'm not doing it because it's because it makes me feel happy and good. But if it doesn't, I've learned it's okay. I think boundaries for me is just where it's become. And we don't set boundaries at Christmas. I feel like generally, because we have history of tradition and history of this is always how we do this day of the year. So we all kind of accommodate and hate it. 
Would you agree? I'm just very cognizant of the different tri-types and some eights really love boundaries, like self spectrum. I would say that the eights that we know who are incredibly boundaried also go and then they're unhappy. Right. And they're angry. Yeah. Right? Instead of saying, what is it that leads us to think that we have to accommodate everybody else's expectations of mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. on this day? What does it look like? And I, I wonder if it's because we're eights. We meet other people's needs. And not, not in the two way where it's like, we're going to make ourselves into what they, you know, but in a way where it's like, we want to care well for someone. So I can do this one four hour event for you, but I'm not happy about it. And that drains all my energy and I'm angry. It's a service. Providing a service. It's a service. For the protection of our families or. And in having to provide the service, you lose the joy Mm -hmm. in that because none of it means anything to you. Yeah. Except it's draining. There's my TED talk on something I I don't know a lot about, but as an eight, I feel a lot of things about. I just, I'm really cognizant of like the people who I see that love Christmas versus those who hate it. The same theme keeps popping up and Mm -hmm. I feel like it's boundaries. Like we're not willing to, even if you're, even if your boundary is we're not, we're not doing Christmas anymore. Yeah. We just aren't participating. We're going to go away or we're going to book a hotel. And Mm -hmm. like, even if your boundary is to say we're not. Yeah. Period. I'm almost done with buying presents. We're almost done with the commercialization. We have a slow build towards time together rather than spending money. And we are this close, guys. Oh, well, stay tuned. Next year, (laughs) I may have managed to steer that ship, but... For now. See, and I love, I love gifts. That's your, one of your, it's one of my love languages. languages. For sure. Couldn't be farthest from us. However, I will say that we're getting to this point where my kids have everything they need. Yeah. Right. So their gifts this year are one large item and we're, and we're trying to do more time. I want trips with my Mm. kids. I want time. My kids are, you know, in grade 10, 11 and seven. And I feel like our time is so limited and that's a priority right now is, is time. And it becomes more precious as they get older too, I think. Mm-hmm. And the stuff becomes less important. Right. So we really love you guys. We, <laughs> we really genuinely want you to have the best holidays. We would love for you to be topped up and have so much joy. And I, whatever that looks like. Yeah. Whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. And um, if you're close, just come join us. Come, have come some knock wine on our us. doors and have some wine. Cause... Have a Christmas bonfire out at the oh, red house yes. in the woods with Joe. Bring your own crew. Bag, though. <laughs> Yeah. Um, And we'll talk to you guys in the new year. We're well on our way to creating a mini season three. So we should touch on the new year. Um, We have some exciting stuff coming in January. And one is that we're hoping to launch the eight community that is scheduled for January 15th. So stay tuned. Johanna's daughter needs to get married first. So we're going (laughs) to let that happen. (laughs) I need to be a mother of the bride first. (laughs) And then we're going to jump into our, yeah, the Enneagram 8 community. That's what it's going to be called, the Enneagram 8 community. So look for that in the new year. We've been running that pilot group for uh, a month now. It's just been profoundly touching. I think I was possibly expecting them to show up looking for more of a uh, superficial fun time. And instead, it's become heart connection in a way that I didn't expect. I just didn't expect it, I think. I feel like I just gained an entire family in a minute Mm -hmm. of people that love me and I love and that we're connected on so many different levels and we're all so different. It's like a safe place to land. We come into this group and it's 
it's being able to say, here's what's going on in my day. And knowing that these people, you're not too much for them, that they get where you're at today. They know how to meet your needs because they are innate. So mm-hmm. they aren't there to overstep or whatever. Mm-hmm. And just understand where we're at. It's, it's a place you don't have to explain yourself. It how is, much oh. explaining to eights? We either in a, are in a position where we have to use a whole lot of words to explain ourselves or, or we apologies. say screw it. <laughs> And we walk away because it's too much work. Yes. This is, we say the bare minimum and everything else is filled in. The blanks are filled in because these are eights. And so they just take one look at you and they go, oh, yep, get it. That sucks. It's a place where you're never too much. You just get to be you mm-hmm. freely and safely and you're safe. It's just, it's been life-giving and I cannot wait to open it up for all of you because I think that especially right now. And I mean, the reason we started it is both of us have felt that people are lonely and people feel misunderstood. And I think eights feel that maybe more than other numbers. And maybe I just think that because I am an eight, but I do believe that. I think we're more misunderstood than any of the other numbers. And to have a place like this, a community like this is just so exciting. I mean, to the point where we're already, we're all over North America between Ottawa to the Pacific coast. And, you know, some of us are talking about the fastest road trip we can make to each other right now. And like, we're going to meet up. It is something really beautiful. We knew we needed it. We knew we were being pushed to go to this route, but it's given us something I don't think we even knew we needed. So stay tuned for that January 15th. And we'll have our, our instincts episodes coming up and that'll be the new year. Looking forward to it. See you guys. Talk soon.